0: Gideon Tucker once said, no man's life, liberty, or property are safe while the legislature is in session. Welcome to Sledge, the Austin Institute's new podcast all about Texas, the Texas legislature, and especially legislation that affects the family. This is all about Policy from the family perspective its all about policy for people who are normal human beings and may not be political junkies. So we're going to get you the details, the information, and the perspective that you need to keep up with the way that the workings of the legislature may have an impact directly on your family. I, by the way, I'm Dr. Kevin Stewart. I'm the executive director of the Austin Institute for the Study of Family and Culture, and I'll be your host on this podcast. And I think this is really important because oftentimes in politics, and especially here recently, our focus is always on Washington, always on the White House, the president, the Congress, the Senate, the House, or the Supreme Court. When in truth, a lot of the decisions that affect our day-to-day lives living in America are made not in Washington and not by the federal government, but by the state government or by a city, you know, a municipal city council or the county judge. And these are the decisions that have the biggest impact on, on our families, from healthcare to education and schools um, to roads to zoning and the way that our cities are built, our towns are built. All of those decisions are not made in Washington, they're made right here. And so we're going to be looking at those decisions. Uh, The national media and our other um, online resources for keeping up with politics have gotten very good at keeping up with national politics, but they're still often not so great at keeping up with what's going on uh, here at home. And that's the interesting contrast then because it turns out that the laws that affect you the most are made here, but they're the ones that are least focused on by media resources. So we're going to start to change that here. Now, a bit about the Austin Institute, if this is, if this is your first time to, to listen to or be in contact with the Austin Institute, look, those of us who value marriage, the family, our churches, and view these as critical institutions for the health of society have gotten really good at falling back. Radicals take Hollywood and we fall back. They march through the academy and we fall back. They take over public education, big corporations, and the heights of science and we fall back. Not anymore. Good science and sound philosophy are on the side of the family. The truth of the family, because ordained by a higher power, is on our side. We just have to act like it and be confident that pursuing the truth about these things will strengthen the family and heal our broken culture. At this moment, that is what our country needs, maybe more than anything else. So at the Austin Institute, the family is the line in the sand. They come at the family with junk science, and we debunk it and push back with good science. They attack marriage in the public square, and we meet them there with the truth. And even more importantly, we equip others in the fight to do this. And that's what this podcast is about. We are hoping to equip you with good information, sound social science, solid evidence and arguments, the knowledge, the data, and the vocabulary that give you the, the courage to assert the views that you have at the right time in the right places so that we can have the right outcome and impact. And that's what the community around this podcast is all about. Um we're also doing that because this is Texas, right? Texas has a brand. Um, we are we are the the anti-blue state model, right? And um, and we want Texas to continue to be a place that's really open to and friendly to families, where families can come here, can be born here, they can come here from other places, and they can breathe. They can start a family business without excessive and onerous regulations or or, um, or tax uh, tax obstacles. They can educate their kids as they see fit. They can build a life for themselves and future generations that they dream of and desire. That's always been the promise of Texas. And we're here to be part of ensuring that promise continues going forward. Uh, so, what you can expect? This is the first episode of the podcast. Today is opening day for the legislature. That's why it's the first day of the podcast. But of course, not a lot of business was transacted today. They swore in the new members, um, and then uh, kind of went their went their way to their offices. And some were receiving uh, some were receiving guests, and then some had COVID protocols that that prevented that. Um, but I want to say a bit about what you can expect from this podcast, why you should keep tuning in, and when uh, new episodes will come. So updates will be a little slower at first, but more frequently as the session moves along. In part, that's in a response to that that's kind of how the legislature works. Lots of things move rather slowly through committees at first, and then there's this rush at the at the very end. Well. All during that rush, during the quiet parts at the beginning and during the furious parts toward the end, we will be your guide. We will be there and we will be here to bring you the inside story, interviews with capital experts and people who really know how all of this works. Maybe it would be helpful to start with, for anyone who's really new to Texas, to just start with a little about how this works in general, how the Texas government works. So maybe just a couple minutes about that. A primer. Uh, First thing to say is that the Texas government is arranged similar, perhaps, to what you've seen at the national level. We have a governor, uh, and then we have a legislature, which has two branches, the House and the Senate. Not every state has has that. Um, And then, of course, there's a court system. So, the legislature is divided into the House, which has 150 members, each of which serves a two-year term. And the Senate, which has only 31 members, and each of those Senate terms is four years long. So the House has 150 members, so a lot more people in it, and they serve short two-year terms, just like the U.S. House of Representatives. The Senate has only 31 members, and they each serve four-year terms. The Senate is presided over by the lieutenant governor in a very direct and hands-on way. And this is something that makes the uh, Texas government different from a lot of other states and from the national government in that the lieutenant governor, since he presides over the Senate, is a very powerful figure. He is not a figurehead. He is not um, just there in case something happens to the governor. He is a really powerful figure in the state. Our lieutenant governor's name is Dan Patrick. There is a session. The legislature is not a full-time legislature. They are not in session every year. They are in session every other year and for a limited number of days. So the session, as I said, began today, which is January 12th when we're recording this, and will go through May 31st. Because it meets only every other year, there is a ton of work to get done in that short time. But believe it or not, our legislators are not paid much. They make $7,200 a year plus a per diem pay for each day the legislature uh, is in session. So they, um, they are in session now and will be through the end of May. And they will cover a bunch of issues in that time. And I think it's it's maybe useful to spend a few more minutes saying kind of what we expect, what's coming down the pike this year. Uh, with the budget, so because of – so the, the big issues will be this. Because of COVID uh, and the pandemic from 20 – that ran through nearly all of 2020, there's going to be a budget shortfall, right? The economy took a hit. Uh, employment took a hit. And that is going to have the ripple effects of decreasing the tax revenue that the government has and, and sort of budgeted based on in previous years. So that means the budget – is going to need to shrink. There will be budget cuts. And as always, there will be arguments about where those budget cuts should come from. And so we will be keeping an eye on how those budgetary discussions will affect Texas families. We will be advising uh, how these things will affect Texas families so that we can get the best outcome for Texas families. So that'll be a huge issue. The Another big issue is going to be that a lot of what the Texas legislature, which is right of center, uh, majority Republican in both houses, what they will regard as executive overreach by cities in Texas during the pandemic, which are often led uh, by more progressive, more Democratic members. Um, So there'll be this push and pull between... The cities and the state government about exactly what uh, provisions, what things mayors ought to be allowed to do in responding to the pandemic, uh, because of the economic and social costs associated with those. So that will be that will be a really interesting and important fight, and there will be there will be a lot going on with that. And again, there we will keep an eye on what measures there. Uh, considering and how those might affect the family. Our point of view is that often the individual is regarded as the fundamental unit. And so all policy is looked at only how it will affect the individual. What we're going to be doing is bringing the perspective of looking at how this affects families, that the family is actually the fundamental unit of our society. It's the family that produces the next generation of citizens who have to be formed properly in order for our democratic republic to work. Um, We need responsible, basically moral, literate, numerate citizens. And it's the family that's primarily responsible for that. So we need an environment, a policy environment, where families can flourish, that encourages marriage and encourages strong marriage, that encourages children and helps with with that. That's the kind of environment we need. And also with family businesses, the number one form of business is small business, and most small businesses are family affairs, especially here in Texas. All of my favorite restaurants, I think, are family-owned restaurants, and that's typical. That's normal, and so we will be looking out for them. We will be looking out for the family businesses, for the families, for the neighborhoods. Another big fight that's coming this year is redistricting. So, every 10 years, the federal government takes a census, and based on that census, congressional seats are divvied up, and that's supposed to happen this year. The Census Bureau has announced that they will be late with the data, and so what that means for this session is that it's very probable that the big, a, one big fight will be punted to the summer that there will be a special session called to deal with redistricting, and that it won't happen during the the regular session. What that will do is release some of the time pressure, and likely means that a lot of bills that otherwise would not have gone anywhere, would never have seen the light of day, might actually get heard, and things might actually move. So we're really going to be keeping a close eye on on that. there are some particular family issues that I want to mention that we that we know will come up. So some of them have to do with, in addition to looking at every issue with how it affects the family, there will be some specific ones that have to do with the family itself. So one of them will, will regard uh, sex ed in public schools, sex, sex education. A couple of possible measures we hear being talked about is maybe um, – this sounds like a great idea. Instead of the default position being opt out, the default position will be made to opt in. What that means is, you uh, in public schools, parents would have to request for their kids to receive school-based sex education. Um, now, in the the second measure we hear about is possible informed consent, and I, and I think this this sounds like exactly the sort of thing parents need to know. Um, that would require schools to send home for parent approval, parent oversight and approval, the sex ed curriculum uh, that they would be that they would that the children would be taught. So parents, um, I w- you know, off the top of my head, I would be strongly in favor of any policy where parents are more in the know about what their children are being taught than less. Um, the you know, that's, that's going to be a good idea. So those are a couple of the things that we know are coming. There will probably be additional legislation about family business climate, making things more friendly for family businesses. And we're going to keep a close eye on that. There are um, – these are just some of the ideas that are percolating through thousands of bills. There are thousands of bills that get filed for every session. Very few of them ever see the light of day. And uh, we have a team that will be helping us figure out which ones are the ones likely to move, which ones are the ones we need to pay attention to, which ones are the ones that um, family-based research, that good quality social science and sound arguments can make a difference with, make an impact on. And uh, we, will be bringing, we will be keeping our eye on that and bringing you along the, uh, for the ride. So we'll keep you up to date. That is kind of the the overview of what to expect. Again, the big issues, the two biggest issues coming down the pike during the regular session are going to be the budget and municipal executive overreach. Redistricting will probably be punted to a special session. And then we know there will be some particular family issues, family-based issues, especially in education, that we will keep an eye on. That's, That's the way things look here on day one. Uh, We will be back as soon as there is more to report on how things are going. I would estimate probably about a week. Uh, And then we will have more information for you to keep you up to date on what's going on in the Texas legislature and how it will affect your family. So that's all for this first episode of Sledge. Until next time, I am your host, uh, Dr. Kevin Stewart, Executive Director of the Austin Institute. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Thank you all for listening to Tech Sledge, a podcast from the Austin Institute for the Study of Family and Culture. Please share it with your friends. Please give us a five-star rating and please donate so we can do even more.